ranch and pizza, like these two things is like peanut butter and jelly to me. Hey everyone, I'm Morgan, co-founder of Primal Kitchen and host of the Primal Kitchen podcast. For all you foodies and entrepreneurs today, I'm excited to be interviewing Vince, the CMO of Blaze Pizza. It was fun to sit down and discuss everything from consumer trends in the restaurant space to their focus on sourcing from a woman-owned gluten-free flour crust company to their banana peppers and selling out keto crusts. If you're setting New Year's resolutions or just looking for the next restaurant to enjoy a meal and stick to your lifestyle, starting January 5th, National Keto Day, and extending through January 16th, Primal Kitchen Ranch Dressing will be available as a finishing drizzle at select Blaze Pizza locations nationwide. We hope you enjoy their story and enjoy a slice of pizza with Primal Kitchen Ranch this month. Before we get into it, a brief reminder that any and all opinions and views shared by hosts and guests on this podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent the view of Primal Kitchen or its affiliates or parent company. Hello, Vince. How are you? I am great. How are you today? Super great. It's so nice to have you. Very excited to learn more about your story and what's happening with Blaze Pizza. Well, thanks for having me today. I couldn't be more excited to be here too. Yeah. And where are you? Are you in Southern California? I am. You're uh, get catching me in very, very rainy Los Angeles today. So Very rare and rainy Los Angeles. I love it. Great. Um, okay. So you are the CMO of Blaze Pizza. So give me the lowdown. How did you get here in your career? Have you been in the restaurant industry the whole time? Uh, I'm a little bit of a, of a non-traditional CMO, uh, for, particularly for, for the restaurant space. My, my background uh, is actually, I started my career in management consulting. I worked at BCG. So I was like running spreadsheets and PowerPoint presentations. Traveling I Monday through Thursday, living. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I wasn't exactly the one who was, you know, sitting in a creative session and uh, building, you know, Super Bowl commercials. So, so that's how I started my career. Um, did a lot of work in strategy, a lot of brand strategy, um, spent a, a big chunk of my, my career at Hilton in hotels, building a lot of new brands, uh, translating U.S. brands to international markets, uh, which was a huge amount of, of fun for me. It's where I learned a lot about franchising, learned a lot about, um, you know, kind of how to really think through brand management and, and brand expansion. And uh, then worked in the movie theater business for a little bit. And now for the past year have, have been at Blaze. So, so much of it uh, in the restaurant space, very similar franchise model, um, you know, huge focus on that hospitality experience, that human to human connection and interaction that, that you have when you walk down the line of a Blaze pizza is very similar to checking in at, at, a, at a hotel. Um, but also super different. So it's been it's been a really fun and interesting challenge to to kind of apply some of my background and history uh, to to this new industry. That's awesome. And you, where'd you grow up? East Coast, uh, grew okay. up in Philadelphia. Cool. Uh, now I live in Southern California, where it's yeah. most of the time sunny. Yeah. So. Where are you in LA? In Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. Love it. Yeah. Great. I lived in LA for nine years, but we are actually in Florida now. So it's also sunny here. You're always welcome to come back. I know. I know. We miss it a lot. So who knows? (laughs) The verdict's still out, but um, yeah, that's awesome. So give me the lowdown on Blaze. Like tell everyone who's listening who might not know or have a Blaze near them. Like what's the, what's the difference of Blaze and other pizza joints and what are you guys up to? Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're close to 350 restaurants. We're in 38 states. So I, so I do hope that we have a blaze somewhere near you, um, maybe closer than you think. And, uh, 
Blaze is a, a fast, casual pizza concept built on this idea that we want to provide unbelievable, high-quality ingredients in a super fast environment, all for one price. So we are free of all artificial colors, ingredients, et cetera. We're a completely nut-free facility for people who have allergies. We make house-made dough daily. We ferment our dough for 24 hours. We make our own gluten-free dough. We have keto crust, cauliflower crust. We have so many different options. And the idea is that you can come into a blaze, you see upwards of 45 different ways to customize your pizza, walk down the line, and it's fired in a five, 600 degree oven for and ready for you in three minutes. Awesome. So it's it's really this unbelievable experience where you can come in, you can you have this you know pizza as your canvas type of, of mentality. You can customize it any way you want. We're you want to have your plant-based great. We have options for you. You want to like double down on protein. Great. You're not going to get nickel and dime because you wanted to put pepperoni and sausage on your pizza and it's available for you really quickly. Uh, and, and you know that when you put it inside your body, that you can feel good about what's going inside of it because it's, it's really, really unbelievable quality. And, uh, we were co-founded by a chef, a culinary Institute of America graduate. He's a Zagat rated, uh, chef. Um, so he always brings that sort of tenacious focus on taste and quality. Um, and you see it in, in a lot of the details, everything from we use hundred percent, my team's probably going to get mad at me because I'm going to say it wrong. Like single cultivar first cold pressed olive oil from Spain. Um, we use that on, in, in our dough and our sauce as a finish on all of our pizzas, um, and, you know, so you're getting all of this really unbelievable quality that at, a, at an affordable price point that, that otherwise, you know, you're not going to get at one of our competitors, or you're only going to be able to get it oftentimes price points that are two plus X, uh, what, what we're charging at place. Yeah, that's amazing. Now it's interesting. You make your own gluten-free crust because I know, I don't know why I know this, but there's like bakeries, or I guess they're probably like more like factories that pump out like generic gluten-free crusts that just go to like every pizza shop in yes. America. And they're so, probably filled with a lot of like stuff that maybe yeah. people who are following a gluten-free yeah. diet wouldn't actually want to consume if they know what was in them. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Like Ours is super, and super flowers clean. and sometimes yep. like glycemic load is like way worse on a gluten-free bread than it is if you were just to eat in your case, especially a fermented, um, totally. crust. So give us a load yeah. on your gluten-free. I'm very curious how it's different. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so we make it in house every day. We do, um, it has very, very few, uh, ingredients and actually our, our gluten-free flour is actually, um, produced. It's, it's a, you know, independent, uh, female owned business. And she employs um, all women who are sort of coming out of, of sort of, you know, kind of challenged uh, lives and giving them an opportunity. So, so we feel really good about the actual story oh, behind our, our products. Yeah. But then when it comes to, to be made in restaurant, we're, we are literally, you know, mixing that dough. It's also fermented for 24 hours. Oh. Um, and look, if you have a, like, be clear if you have a, if you have celiac or something like that you walk into a pizza restaurant there's flour everywhere but we're really really conscious about everything from from an allergen perspective our team members offer to change their gloves for you as they're handling a gluten-free uh gluten-free uh our dough and our crust 
Um, all of our dusting flour in the entire restaurant is gluten-free. So there's no cross-contamination nice. inside the oven. We use silicone mats. We have separate pizza cutters for plant-based versus gluten-free versus um, our regular pizzas. So we really, really take uh, this super seriously. I- I'm gluten-free myself. Um, I don't eat gluten, nor do I eat dairy. And uh, I have a huge amount of options at, at Blaze. And our, our, our gluten-free crust is delicious. Like, yeah. I-, I mean, I know I'm obviously a little biased, but try ours, you will taste the difference between ours and what you find in these other concepts because they are mass manufactured, shipped, frozen. They don't, they're not fermented. They're not made fresh in house. Um, so you really can taste the difference. Yeah. And cost I'm sure is like the number one driver of everything that's going into, I would imagine the competitors. Um, so you're gluten-free and dairy-free. How'd you get there? What was the journey? (laughs) I was suffering from insane migraines and, um, I mean, debilitating, was on multiple different prescriptions, Botox treatments. I tried everything and, um, you know, they were working, but they weren't solving the underlying issue. And I went through a whole kind of dietary elimination process and found that eliminating gluten is by far the biggest thing that that has impacted my personal health and, and most explicitly displayed through a lack of migraines anymore. And, uh, and I had a very similar result with, with dairy. So, um, yeah, it was, I mean, I feel like sometimes I obviously miss it. Like I, I didn't get to that point until I was, you know, probably my late twenties, close to probably around 30 when, when I went gluten and dairy free. Um, so I, I lived a long life of delicious, you know, bread and cheese, but, um, but I have to say it's the health benefits have been really amazing. Yeah. I mean, qualifying for Botox for migraines is like, you have to have like 20 migraines a month or something crazy. Yes. And I tried five different prescriptions every, I mean, it was pretty bad. Like, I mean, I would, uh, have to go and sit in dark rooms in the middle of the day, like leave a meeting or pull over while driving. It it was pretty intense. I'm a migraine sufferer as well, but I only get them like once or twice a month. So it's like a little bit more manageable, but when they do come, it's like three days of hell. So that I can't yeah. even imagine. That's crazy. I've, I haven't had a migraine in like eight years. So it's They're pretty unbelievable. Gone. Like the elimination <laughs> of gluten and dairy, like they, you don't have to do anything else. They never came back. I haven't taken a prescription. I don't even take Advil. I mean, I'd, seriously, I, I have, it's been such a, a profound impact on, on my life. So it's funny because most people say, then how the hell did you end up working as the CMO of a pizza restaurant. And I say, well, actually, if you look, if you think about like our gluten-free, the the care that we think about allergens and and the care that we put into our product, it's, it's unbelievable. We have, you know, we have a a plant-based cheese. We, I I can actually eat unbelievable pizza at Blaze. Uh, It makes it a little harder for me when we do menu tastings for like broader menu development. But other than that, it's, it's, um, it's something I'm super proud of for, for our brand. And and I think a big differentiator for us. Yeah, that's really cool. So you guys also have a cauliflower crust. Is that one gluten-free or not? We do. So we have, um, so we have, we actually have a, a, a variety of different crusts. We have five in total. So our, our classic uh, crust is again, made in house daily. Um, it's fully vegan fermented for 24 hours. We have a high rise our, We have a very sort of thin Neapolitan style pizza. We also offer a, a, a high rise uh, dough to, to give you a sort of a thicker pizza gluten-free again, 
fully vegan, um, made in in-house 24 hour fermented. And then we also have a cauliflower crust, which is gluten-free. Um, it's not, it's not vegan. Uh, it does have cheese, uh, in it as well. And we also have a, a keto crust that has, yeah, what's up with the keto today. crust. Tell me about that one. Yeah. So, so it's something that we developed. We were actually the first national chain to, to develop and launch a, a keto crust. Um, it incorporates a variety of different ingredients, flax meal, cheese, um, eggs, et cetera, and it has six grams of, of net carbs. So people who are, who are very much following a keto lifestyle, um, who kind of thought that they couldn't eat pizza anymore, we actually have a, a, a great option uh, for, for those folks as well. So we, and we have like a whole keto builds of pizza. There's, there's a lot of great ways that you can, can follow again, a variety of different lifestyles uh, and still, you know, like who wants to be deprived of pizza, right? Like you grew up like pizza yeah. was like, you know, so many fun memories of, of pizza to feel like you can't have it anymore. We didn't think it was acceptable. And, and that's definitely a, a big part of why we've, we've developed all of these different, you know, ways to be able to, to enjoy blaze. And, and for us, it's really about freedom. Like we, we think that we want to make sure that our brand allows you to live whatever life that you, you know, want to live for yourself. We're not judging, telling you which one's better, et cetera. We're just here to be able to provide you a great pizza and a great experience. I love it. Um, sales wise, like, are you seeing these trends like increase or what's happening with like gluten-free cauliflower, keto? Like these are hitting on a lot of things like veggie inclusion, gluten-free yeah. is kind of like the OG. And then you've got keto. I feel like is a rising star in the last couple of years, but like, what are you seeing for blaze? Well, it's interesting when we, when we launched keto, it did so well that we literally ran out of product. So <laughs> we underestimated how popular it was going to be. Um, and, and so that was a really great learning, you know, look, I think elements of this, we see core, our core consumer that, that is following one of these lifestyles and consistently comes back again and again. And we're seeing more and more people go into that uh, that, that lifestyle and seeing that grow. And then we're also seeing like, we're coming up on January. We also see sort of episodic spikes around like, you know, veganuary and people taking a, a new approach towards, towards, um, a different way of eating, whether that's for one month or, or they're trying to approach that for the full year. So, so we definitely see sort of spikes, particularly in the beginning of the year. And, um, we are overall seeing trends around growth in that because, there's, there's definitely been, it's become, I think when we launched keto, our, our keto crust, there was a lot of head scratching and people who were like, I don't even know what keto is. And, and now it's, it's become much more ubiquitous, um, and, and things that a lot of, of, of our guests and, and broader consumers out there are, are really embracing. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. Would you say like 10% of orders in Blaze are allergen friendly or like what percent? I'm so curious. Yeah, that's a good question. So I don't actually know the exact, I don't know the exact, uh, percent. Oh, you didn't know you were here for like a full on interview. No, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I need like the finance team Sorry. to like come know, out of the woodwork, but I'm no, just... I mean, I, I 10% is actually probably like a, a, a good, um, you know, sort of estimate, it's probably 10 to like below single double digits. Um, you know, because again, we have a lot of, and, and some of those folks, like we wouldn't even really know because like 
there's so many folks who, who are plant-based, but not fully vegan, yeah. right? So we have a lot of things, but with that, we obviously then have a lot of things with our specialty, our specialty crusts with, again, the gluten-free, the cauliflower and, and the keto. I love it. Okay. Um, you guys, it seems like source seems like a really big deal. So I love the story of the woman you're working with for your gluten-free flour. Like, what are you doing for meat? And are there any other cool like stories you guys have on just sourcing? Yeah. So as a, as I said, our, our co-founder and, and our chief culinary officer is really obsessed with doing everything that, that we can for cleanliness of ingredients, you know, doing what's right for the environment, you know, there's a, a portion of, of all of the wheat that goes, um, that goes into our dough. That's regenerative. Um, you know, another like really interesting story that I think really highlights how tenacious and focused Brad is, is on this is our banana peppers. So banana peppers are something that's actually a very popular ingredient uh, for, for pizzas, a little bit more in Chicago and the Northeast than, than in other markets, but definitely a popular ingredient overall. Banana peppers are usually filled with a bunch of crap, like really? color, artificial colors wow. and all sorts of preservatives and things like that. They're that bright for a reason. They're not naturally that bright. Oh, so we here were- you think un- you're adding something healthy. You're like, oh, it's a pepper. Yeah. Well, at Blaze, you are adding right. something okay. because right. we've gone through the whole process and actually said, okay, like we are going to really, you know, be consistent with this. And so Brad went around and he found manufacturers and growers who could actually, you know, pickle and preserve these banana peppers. And we use turmeric instead of artificial colorings. We produce the peppers from different parts of, of you know, Canada, um, sort of the Midwest, Mexico at different times of the year to, to capture them sort of at their optimal growing season. So we really, really think a lot about it. And, and we've actually made complete changes to manuring, manufacturing processes and, and sourcing in order to maintain kind of our, our ingredient integrity and, and standards. So, you know, there's definitely, we're always looking for things that we can do. How can we get, you know, a better quality protein? How can we push on innovation to do something? You know, look, we're still a business, right? I, I can't, I can't have everything come from like, I can't just go to find the most expensive ingredient, but, but we really work oftentimes in collaboration with producers, farmers, manufacturers to come up with new processes or new ingredients that actually do something that, you know, that is cost-effective and in some cases, we're super happy. We want the whole world to eat like and be conscious of that and, and actually think about that. And so we're happy that in some cases, our products are now available in other brands, in, in other, you know, uh, other kind yeah. of um, elements that, that you would eat in your everyday, because we think it's making the, the world a healthier and more sustainable place. Yeah, we always talk about that as well. That's been like a big thing for us too. Just like ingredients you wouldn't think of, uh, there's some stuff in our tartar sauce that we had the same thing where we had to go find someone to manufacture a certain ingredient just for us because this, the way they were making it was like so gross. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Like we started using avocado oil and condiments first. No one else was doing that. And so we've had so many people, you know, follow. Right. But in the end of the day, like the more people eating avocado oil and the less people eating soybean and canola oil, the better the world is. So we're totally. here for it. Like a rising yeah. tide lifts all boats. So exactly. I, I love that. It's cool. And I think people can tell a difference, right? Like 
consumers know, like you might not know like that example of the banana pepper, but like you can taste freshness and realness. So I think there's definitely some, you know, just some magic to that. I, I think, it, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's funny. Like when you think about like the olive oil example from before, are you really going to taste that when it's like mixed into the dough? I, you're not going to be able to identify that as a specific thing, but, but our dough tastes better. And, yeah. and I think it's one of the elements or when you, you know, our, um, our, our burrata mozzarella, uh, you know, is made on, it's all produced from milk from family farms that are within like a 40 mile radius of, of the factory where the cheese is made. It's like really fresh from sort of farm to, to being, you know, made into cheese to getting into our restaurants. Like you do taste that, like we're not flying in, you know, fresh made burrata from Puglia, but, but we're doing the best we can yeah. at, at scale. And, and you actually taste the burrata, all of these ingredients coming together and you're not going to be able to pinpoint any one element, but when they all come together, it, it tastes different. And, and so right. I think that's been one of the things that people really love about blaze and, and something again, why we don't, we choose to not compromise on it because, you know, we're super proud of, of our product and look, not, we don't get credit for all the things that we do. And, you know, yeah, of course, like the marketing guy in me is always like, how can we get more credit for the things that we do? But, but I'm really proud to be able to stand behind the product that we produce every day. Yeah, no, I hear you. I have, I have similar experience. We're like testing every batch of our matcha for like lead and like elements that you would test for like prop 65. We don't need oh. to do that. Right. But we are testing every single batch. And I'm like, why aren't we talking about this more? Like, this is a big deal, you know, but we yeah. just like sometimes these things are the ethos of what you do and you don't like celebrate all of these things as much as you should, but so how's Blaze doing? How many locations do you guys have? What's growth like these days? Yeah, we've, we've been really fortunate to be able to continue to grow through COVID. We're at 345-ish locations, uh, 38 states in the U.S. We're in multiple Canadian provinces, and we also have six locations in the Middle East. So we are uh, now an international brand uh, and an international brand that continues to grow. Um, we're, we're, no, we're continuing to grow in our existing markets. Um, we were founded in Southern California. It is our, our largest and, and strongest market, um, but we're also doing fun things like entering the state of Alaska. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely growing and, and bringing our, our brand and, and our product, uh, to, to a variety of, of different places. So it's, it's definitely been fun. I think, you know, look, we faced challenges during COVID. Like yeah, I was going to say, of, how was that? How are you guys digging your way out of that one? Well, you know, when you, you guys, the business overnight, you know, yeah. when everything closed down, it, it, it really took a, a big hit over overnight with, with a lot of the restrictions that, that were put into place. And, and as a brand that has more locations in California than any other state, we, we got impacted a lot by, by uh, a lot yeah. of the regulations and, and shutdowns in California. But, you know, we made a lot of shifts. Like I'm super proud of this team for being able to be gorilla and pivot, right? We like grew our digital business by 150% in like record time. We put what did our- you brand, do? Were you like running ads or what did you guys every, do? Yeah, free, we were promoting free delivery. Um, we were running advertising, really, you know, doubling down on our CRM and, and our loyalty program. We entered into new channels. 
So you know, there's a lot of third-party partners out there, yeah. Uber, DoorDash, et cetera. We, we went onto those channels. We saw really a lot of great success with, with those partners. Um, so overall, I mean, you know, it's, it's still a struggle, right? Like, you know, yeah. offices aren't, we have a huge portion of our businesses lunch. Our offices aren't, you know, fully back up and, and running yet. Our lunch business has, has been challenged, but we're, we've seen, you know, huge, huge amounts of growth during COVID. And um, I, I mean, we're, we're really excited about what we've been able to achieve this past year and, and definitely even more excited and bullish about 2022. Well, that's awesome. So Primal and Blaze has an exciting partnership coming up. Why don't you just like give us the lowdown on what that's looking yeah, like? Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't be more excited for, for this partnership. Um, you know, particularly, as I said, I have like so many dietary restrictions that, that yeah. I follow and, and, and some are medically driven and some are more from a lifestyle choice perspective. So Blaze and Primal have partnered together to bring Primal's Ranch into our restaurants. We're doing it in a variety of different markets. We're doing it in Southern California and LA, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, uh, and Chicago, uh, and Orlando. And um, we're actually going to have that available for all of our guests to put on any pizza. So again, with all the different ways and varieties that you can customize and custom build your, your Blaze pizza, now Primal Kitchen is one of those, uh, one of those elements. So you can get it as a, as a side, you know, to dip your, if you're like me, I like to dip my actual crust into the ranch when it's over. Other folks love it actually drizzled on, on top of a pizza. And so after it comes out of the oven, it's going to be one of the options for, for you to, uh, to finish your, your pizza with. So super, super excited uh, about it. We're also doing giveaways in, in our restaurants. So we're launching it on National Keto Day on, on January 5th. The first uh, 10 folks who come in are actually getting full-size primal uh, Primal Ranch bottles to, to bring home in addition to being able to try it on, on their pizza. And the best thing for everybody is it's, we're not, it's free. Like it's, it's all part of, of the blaze experience. So just because you're, you know, you're either you're trying Primal for the first time, or you love the product and the brand, you're not going to get nickel and dimed. You're going to come in and, and actually be able to enjoy it as, as part of your pizza. So couldn't be more excited. There's, there's, I'm sure there's going to be some fun uh, surprises and, uh, and things along the way. Um, and it's going to run through January 16th. So we'll run it uh, from, from keto, from national keto day through national gluten-free day. Uh, and then through the weekend beyond. So awesome. We're pumped. Because so we are we. pizza partner. So thank you. We're super excited. Yeah. And our, and I, I mean, we know from our guests that they're super excited as well. I mean, I know our teams have, have looked at it and looked at, you know, kind of where the various brands overlap in, in terms of followers and, and kind of lifestyle choices. And we couldn't be excited, uh, you know, to again, to partner not only with on this specific product, but partner with a brand who like us is very uncompromising on, on the integrity of, of the ingredients and, and the quality of the product. Yeah. I used to say that when like I didn't eat ranch dressing from when I was like drunk in college, dipping my pizza in ranch dressing until we launched Primal Kitchen Ranch. Yeah. So that's always been like a big thing. I remember when we were 
uh, being acquired by Kraft. And we talked about that. Like, it's just one of those things you kind of like gave up until you found a better. It was like, it's like a gross, unhealthy right. in your childhood that you like would love to eat every day, but you don't eat totally. anymore. So enter Primal Kitchen Ranch and we've like provided that experience for you again. Yeah, which I haven't been able to yeah. do at Blaze because our ranch, we have ranch, but it has dairy in it. And so now for at least, you know, I, I guess I could have brought my own, I could have been like a creeper and like brought it into the restaurant with me. I, mean, I guess I'll do that moving forward. Uh, but no, now I won't have to because in a lot of these locations, we will uh, we'll have the product available. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, ranch and pizza, like these two things is like peanut butter and jelly to me, but that's awesome. Okay, I have some like rapid fire questions, knowing sure. like, all your experience in marketing and all that, just some things maybe you could share with the audience. So what are you most excited about in marketing these days? Ooh, I'm excited about the challenge that is uh, coming through from all of the, the new privacy laws. So like many people are looking at that as like, I can't track emails and all these different things. I'm actually think it's a really interesting challenge for marketers to solve and drive alternative modes of, of engagement with, with our guests. So that's, I'm turning my negative, the negative into a positive and making it something I'm probably the most excited about. Very interesting. Okay. What are your top like marketing tips? I think from, from a standpoint of, of what, my biggest tip for a marketer is to think about sort of the emotional and the functional side. I think a lot of times people go after these really like, we're doing a cool brand thing. It's very emotional and they forget kind of the functional sort of benefits or attributes to, to go after a consumer. And then on the other side, people just think about it from a functional standpoint, clear value proposition and forget about sort of the interesting ways it's going to appeal to them emotionally. And so I think when you keep that kind of at the core of your messaging strategy, it allows you to really break through. And, you know, it's one thing to drive brand awareness. You also need to drive trial and brand love and loyalty. And I think those are, are really critical components that some people often forget. Um, yeah. And so I think when you really make it a sort of consumer centric mindset and, and really think about kind of the, the head and the heart, it, it really helps as a, as a filter. Yeah. Okay. What's the biggest like marketing failure you've had in your career where you guys, where you tried something and you were like, Oh, that did not land well, or just something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've launched campaigns with like, I, I mean, I launched a, a campaign, uh, not that long ago that, that I was super, super excited about that I thought was going to break through. It was, um, you know, a, a re sort of entering into the digital video space for, uh-huh. for the brand. And it didn't really perform it well at, at, at all. I wouldn't say it, it didn't fully bomb, but it definitely, I was sort of like after the first week going, Oh my God, what do I do? So yeah, like it, it sucks when you, when you think you're going to get something and you think it's going to be a big win, I think the benefit that we have now is there's, you know, particularly in the digital space, you can pivot. So, you know what we did? We recut all the assets, we changed our media strategy, and then we ended up like figuring it out and and really sort of shifting it. So, um, you know, I I think that's been a big failure. I think the other, you know, as I look back, some of the other failures I've had is sort of on a, on a messaging standpoint, um, Look, you asked me, like, I'm from Philadelphia. I live in LA. You know, a lot of times, sort of, your both your background and your current living environment sort of um, sort of shift your perspective, 
perspective, right? And when you then try to apply that to national things or international markets, et cetera, sometimes you kind of miss the mark. And, and so yeah. I think that's been some other sort of roadblocks I've faced is Got really sort of on Southern California. Step, step out of your own world and step into kind of the mind and world and, and lifestyle of, of those who are living in, in different markets. Uh, and, and I've had a few things where I've gotten pushback on like, that's not relevant, or I find that to be borderline offensive. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? I never thought about it that way. Yeah. So, so it's really is helpful um, to kind of take a, take a step out of yourself sometimes, particularly when you think about messaging. Yeah. Okay. Biggest marketing success. Ooh. Um, you know, I'm super, super proud and success of the app that we just launched at, at Blaze. Um, we went from a 2.4 to a 4.9 rating in the app store. It was the, like we did an entire, entire new digital platform, great new features for the guests. Uh, and so I'm excited about it from a standpoint of it was a success and, and the metrics are looking at it, but I'm, I'm even more excited because our actual customers are like, giving us comments about how much they love the new app and the features. And so it's, it's definitely been a, a, a huge success and, and a pride moment for, for myself and the team. Very cool. Um, okay. This is my last one. My favorite question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast, but what is something about you that most people don't know? What is something about me that most people don't know? When I was like a, a wee lad, uh, <laughs> I, um, I was like a semi-professional singer. Really? And I like sang the national anthem at a Phillies game and like Stop performed it. at like Carnegie Hall and things like that. So uh, great. And now I market pizza. So I love it. I love it. no singing in your life nowadays. <laughs> uh, except to like my three year old and my one year old when they're trying to go to sleep or up in the middle of the night. That that's about yeah. it. I have a three-year-old and a one and a half-year-old. So I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. We're super yeah. excited about the partnership. We love what you guys are doing at Blaze. Everybody get out, find a Blaze near you, get on that keto crust. Um, we're excited. So this is awesome having you. Great meeting you, Vince. Thanks for yeah. Thanks so much and uh, excited to uh, to see how this goes with the partnership. Yeah. And if, is there anywhere people can like follow up with you personally and with Blaze or like give everyone the lowdown on where they can find blaze or you or whatever yeah so i mean I, I think the best thing to to do you should go to blazepizza.com um you can order your pizza there find all of our locations uh, i i promise you we're we're in a market near you and uh you can find me on instagram at, at uh, vince.on.inst and uh follow the brand at, at blaze pizza on all awesome. our handles so. cool thanks so much